What is up, my friends? How the heck are you guys doing? I think by the time you guys hear this episode, it's going to be November 25th. Oh my gosh, it's like a month away from Christmas in like the end of 2020. Wow. Crazy stuff, you guys. So anyway, let me just jump right into this thing. You know, I want to ask you guys a question, you know, of like, okay, I know 2020 has been a crazy year for a lot of people, but God hasn't stopped speaking to us, right? Everyone has, if you have the Holy Spirit, if you've accepted what Christ has done for you and you've entered into that type of relationship and he now is living in you by the power of his spirit, you know, there should be this dialogue that's going on between you and him. There should be a conversation, um, you know, this salvation that you accepted in the very beginning should be carrying you through your life, right? There should be a manifestation of believing God happening in your life that will set you apart from other people. Cause that's just what's going to happen naturally. When you believe God, your life is going to look drastically different than the world, than the world of other people, right? Cause think about, think about the benefits of believing God, right? Think about the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faith, and the self-control. God gives us wisdom, right? It's not, you know, think about all of the the benefits, right? The well-being on top of the wisdom that God gives us to handle the different trials that we go through, right? And so, you guys, I've been really thinking about, um, you know, the promises that God gives us. Inherit, you know, what is, how do you inherit these promises? What does it mean to be an heir? Being God's kid, right? There's so many things. And I was uh, in Galatians 3. And uh, he says, so I ask you again, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you believing what you've heard? Okay. Now you can hear God through his word, right? I mean, you hear his heart, but then there's another dynamic that happens too. When you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have the living God inside of you. He's talking, right? He talks, he listens, you know, and so... Are you believing what you've heard from him? What has God spoken to you? And if you say God isn't talking to me, um, you know, what's up with that? Why do you think God ain't talking to you? Right? You know, um, do you quit talking to somebody that you love? God doesn't ghost us, right? I mean, I've been seeing that a lot on social media, on Instagram, talking about ghosting and this or that, you know, psychology stuff. It's interesting, you know, um, I think it's really, really important, and this is a little side jabber here, guys, that, you know, Christians have a a sober perspective of mental health in the church. Um, You know, psychology can get a bad rap in the church, but, uh, you know, that kind of stuff saved my life. Boundaries, Christian psychology saved my life. So I am a definite supporter of any type of tools that help the well-being of Christians in the church and establishing you know, boundaries in your life and understanding these relational dynamics that either make us or break us. Right. So anyway, you guys, um, you know, are you believing what you've heard? What has God spoken to you? Um, are you talking to God about your life? Are you asking him the plans he has for you? Do you really understand what it means? You guys, these are things I'm trying to unpack myself in my own relationship with God. And so anyway, let's just continue to get into this thing. Right. He goes, uh, you know, So I ask you again, does God give you a spirit? This is Galatians 3, 5. So I ask you again, does God give you a spirit 
and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by believing what you've heard. So also Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, right? You know, and you guys go back over here to, to uh, Genesis. Abraham is just minding his own business, right? He's doing his thing and all of a sudden God talks to him, right? So God's always going to talk to you in the context of your life and God's always going to come to you with a promise, right? He's always going to come to you with something good, some type of deliverance, right? Just like he did with, uh, think about how I encountered Moses with the burning bush. He's like, hey, you're going to deliver my people. You're going to do these things, right? That doesn't sound like a bad thing. Now, of course, our own insecurities get in the way at times, right? But even, even again, you know, you've got the spirit and there's supposed to be no excuse why we can't do what God's called us to do, especially since we have the Holy Spirit in us. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. There's no blame. I think there's a child trying to open my office door right now, but I'm not sure what's going on. So anyway, I don't want to get too distracted, you guys. So go over here to Genesis real quick, okay? You know, so Abraham is just living his life, doing his thing, and the Lord appears to him, right? And check this out. He goes, do not be afraid, Abram. I'm your shield, your very great reward. Wow, that sounds amazing. What the heck does that even mean? You know, but Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him. This man will not be your heir, but a son who is your own flesh and blood will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up at the sky and count the stars. If indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. That's pretty amazing, right? He heard what God said to him and he believed what he said. God is always going to come to you with something good like salvation, right? The gospel. But I think we limit the gospel to just, okay, cool. God saved me from my sins, but that's all it means, right? There's other things that God wants to speak to you and he wants you to believe that are greater than, you know, that that facilitate or complement salvation, right? Because what's salvation? Deliverance from any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin, right? So God wants to put you on a good path. And so anyway, Abraham believed the Lord and it was credited him as righteousness. The word of the Lord came to him. God speaks to us through words, right? Through revelation, you know, all these things. If you're seeking the Lord, which I hope you guys are. I hope you guys are seeking the Lord in this time. I'm hoping you're asking him to talk to you the way he talked to Abraham and Moses. Like, just be real with him sometimes if you can't hear him. Lord, speak to me the same way. You know, I want to hear your voice just as clearly as, you know, so-and-so heard you, right? Whatever that dynamic is that you want to have with the Lord that you've seen modeled in the scripture, ask God to talk to you like that too. That's what I do. I'm like, Lord, talk to me like you're talking to that person. You know, I want to have that type of intimacy with the Lord that hears words, believe them, and inherit the promise, right? So you guys, sorry guys. So if you go over here to two, let's go back to Galatians 3 and check this out. So he goes, he's talking about Christ. And let's go back to verse seven. Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Okay, y'all got faith, right? You know what you're expecting, expecting a good outcome. So now you're, now you're Abraham's, you now you're Abraham's offspring. That's what it says. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. So now you guys, I'm trying to just, let, let's unpack this a little bit more in our life. If we are Abraham's children, right? We're offspring. We are these uh, heirs these children that God was referring to, right? Because God says, count them. 
they'll be, they'll be as numerous as the stars of the sky. That is us. Well, what did it mean when Abraham was blessed? Right? You know, and let's, let's go on here. So start talking about Christ, what Christ did for us, right? He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. So that by faith, we might receive the promise of the spirit. So God redeemed us that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Have you guys ever asked the Lord, what, what does that mean in, in actual literalness? Okay. That the blessing given to Abraham might come to you. When you go back over here to Genesis 15, he goes, sovereign Lord, who's going to get my estate? That means that there's going to be more than just well-being, right? God's going to bless you with possessions. He's going to bless you with money. Yes, I'm going to say it. We as Christians cannot be afraid to really put more meat on the bone in, in terms of what does it mean to be blessed by God? Yes, well-being is, it says that, what does it say in uh, First or Second John? He, he was praying that they would prosper as their soul prospers. So you can only prosper as far as your soul is prospering, right? Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You guys, we talked about that on another podcast, you know, way back at the beginning of this year, right? So your, your will, your mind, and your emotions all have to be in line, right? You, your will, your mind, and your emotions have to be under Christ. You have to be free from blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment. You've got to be under the grace of God in order to really understand the things he wants you to step into. You know what I mean? And we talked about this on another podcast that released uh, October 7th. You know, being free in Christ. What does that mean? Is it just free from sin? You know, is life not much more than just being free from sin? What about the things God wants you to actually pursue? The things he actually wants you to do? The dreams, you know, the talents he's given you, you know, uh, whatever that would look like. You know, we have to we have to make this more tangible for ourselves so we can make it tangible for other people. We have to make it attractive, right? You know, a lot of people look at Christianity and they're like, why would I want to be a Christian? There's no passion in it. You're broke. Um, and you're just super like, you know, boxed in thinking, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people get turned off by Christianity because we have limited, limited it to, you know, I don't know, you guys, I, I'm trying to think how we've really just boxed it in, you know, um, I would say just kind of like, you know, okay, you go to church, you sing some, you sing some hymns and that's it. And then, you know, you live your life like everybody else does. No one's really seeing the, the massive distinction that's supposed to be happening. Right. I mean, I'm not seeing it. I'm just being honest, you guys. I've been a Christian for 15 years and, you know, um, I don't really see the authority and the power that God wants the church to be walking in because there's so much garbage in the church about believing about God's goodness and, and nobody really understands. No one's ever actually talked to me about, you know, um, being a descendant of Abraham, right? We are Abraham's children. And then being an heir of his estate, like a literal estate, right? Um, you know, so anyway, I just want you guys to think about that today. Are you believing what you've heard? What are you, are you, are you believing the things that God is speaking to you? What is God saying to you? And, and what are the promises God has spoken into your life? Right? Because that's, what's going to give us the, the strength to move forward. What good things has God said to you? You know, I want you to start talking to him about this stuff. You know, kind of like getting down to brass tacks in your Christianity and your walk with the Lord. You know, Lord, what good things have you said to me that um, maybe I'm not even believing you for because of, right? You know, think about Romans 4. That scripture just popped in my mind. It says um, that, you know, 
Abraham faced the fact that he was as good, you know, that his body was good as dead, right? He was old, that his wife was way past childbearing years, right? Says without weakening in his faith, this is Romans 4:19. He faced the fact that his body was good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, right? You can face the facts sometimes, you guys. You can face reality. And you can also still believe God at the same time and believe his promises and not weaken in your faith. So what are the good things that God has said to you? Or if you're not really feeling it, where do you need greater freedom? Right? Where do you need to get out from underneath blame, shame, judgment, condemnation? You know, that was the beginning. You guys, that was the birthplace for me. You know, I'm like, Lord, Lord, why do I care so much about what people think? And he goes, Ashley, because you've internalized man's judgments of you. You know, if you always worry about what people think about you, you're never going to step into what God has for you, right? Because there's two extremes in Christianity. You know what I mean? If you believe God, that's, if you actually believe literally that you are descendant of Abraham and you are blessed and God is, and Jesus Christ has given you the ability, right, to, uh, to inherit, you guys, in, uh, there's another scripture here. Check this out. It says, for if the inheritance depends on the law, then it no longer depends on the promise, right? So there's this inheritance. Uh, but scripture has locked up everything under the control of sin so that what was promised, uh, being given through faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe, right? That's pretty incredible. So there's this inheritance that we're supposed to have that's dependent upon the promise of God, okay? We have this inheritance that's given to us through the promise of God that Christ made away because he died, right? And we're supposed to be able to inherit all of these good things that the Lord has for us, right? And so I, I challenge you guys to, to ask yourself, are you believing what you've heard? Are, are you listening to the promises in your life? And are you asking God to put some meat on the bone for you, right? Don't be afraid of the desires that you have, right? What do you want to do with your life? What, what do you, where do you want to go? What do you want to have? I mean, let's think about that. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, either if you're a Christian, you're going to be this broke beggar or they go to the other extreme that, oh my gosh, you know, prosperity gospel that's worldly. And so nobody really dreams or does anything. You know what? Throw all that garbage aside. And I want you to just spend some time with the Lord and ask him, Lord, what desires have you put on my heart that are yours that maybe I have mistaken as being, you know, because of what I've been taught as, as not being you, Right. It says that the Lord gives you the desires of your heart. Why do we overlook that so much? What desires has God put on your heart? Where do you want to travel to? Where do you want to go? How much money do you want to make? Right? What kind of people do you want to have in your life? You know, ask yourself these questions. What would be your dream career? You know, like what, what, what could you do that you love to do that you could actually make a decent living off of for your family? You know, you can't separate your life from the, from life in Christ. It's all supposed to be interconnected, interconnected, right? You look at Abraham too. Let's go back to Abraham. Cause again, we're his heirs, right? And you check this out. I think it's in 12 when they had to separate. It says Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold, right? The land, it says, but the land cannot support them while they stayed together for their possessions were so great. They were not able to stay together. Um, what did God do with the Egyptians when they were leaving Egypt or what did he do with the, with his people? 
right? The Hebrews, what do you do? He's, it says they plundered Egypt. They took all their silver and gold. Why do we think that God's kids are going to be broke all the time? Who told us that? Like that is such a lie from the pit of hell. Seriously, right? Hey, I'm on a podcast. My kids are knocking on the door right now. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. I'm just going to talk over my son because he's talking over me right now. He doesn't understand that this is a live podcast. So anyway, you guys go back and look at the pattern that has always been set when God talks to his people and how they're blessed, right? When they were leaving Egypt, they plundered Egypt. They had everything that they needed, right? God wanted to bring them into a land with milk and honey, have everything that, that they needed. Vineyards they didn't plant, houses they didn't build. Those are material possessions. Stop, you know, maybe turning off the blessings of God because of what you believe about the things that he wants to give you. Why, why do we think that God doesn't want to give us possessions? Why do you think that God doesn't want to give you money or possessions or make you wealthy? Let's just talk about it. I know this isn't a very popular topic in the Christian community because, again, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people worry about, oh, am I going to become worldly? Is this going to change my personality? You know what? That's between you and the Lord at the end of the day, right? You know? So anyway, you guys, I, I don't know if any of this really makes sense, but you know, are you believing what you've heard? What promises has God given you in the context of your life? Do you have any meat on the bone with that? Do you have a vision board? You guys sit down and make a vision board, you know, for 2021, you know, ask and do it with the Lord. Talk to him about these things. Don't be afraid of the desires that God's put on your heart. If you ain't got no passion and you don't love your life, it's because you've cut your heart off and you're afraid to really live out the things that the Lord's put in there. Or maybe you don't think it's him because like I said, this bad teaching that, that goes around in the church right so anyway you guys you know look look for this pattern of god coming with a good promise how does god treat his people right talks about this inheritance you know through abraham um even the disciples understood this dynamic okay you know and that's another scripture you guys that i'll get into another time but anyway are you believing what you've heard what promises has god given to you how does he want to establish that you know you, what's what does it mean to be abraham's kid you know, look at Abraham's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did God treat him? You know, um, and uh, excuse me, you guys, just uh, giving yourself kind of some space to, you know, put your, your mind and your heart out there before the Lord and just ask him, hey, God, you know, what promises do you want to bring to pass in my life? Because you died so I could inherit all these things, inherit all these promises. I, I want to grow in that. I, I want to. I want to take all that you have for me, right? Let, let's take everything the Lord has for us. Let's just not, oh, when I go to heaven. No, you guys, we need things now, right? We need resources now. We need wisdom. We need resources. The kingdom of heaven needs money, right? We need money to do the things that the Lord would have us do. The church cannot be broke, you guys. The church is the people in the body of Christ. You guys need the resources. We need the resources to do those types of things because think about what, you know, anyway, I better not get into that, you guys, because that would be another podcast. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. Drop your thoughts. Check out the YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement. Um, if you guys can, please leave me a review on iTunes. Uh, share the podcast on, you know, whatever platform you guys have it on. Share it with your friends. I'd really, really appreciate it, you guys. I just want to, you know, really get this out there and really kind of stir people up in their relationship with God, you know, so we can actually advance and move forward and uh, not, not be ashamed of, of the good things that God wants to bring into our life. 
You know, um, I think there's so much more that we're missing out on because of whatever we believe and have been taught. So asking God to just give us a revelation. What does it mean to be, what's the promise, Lord? What, you know, what does it mean? Our, you know, uh, help us to, to grasp these things, God, so we can fully live out everything you have. So, all right, you guys have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys next week. Thank you.